Caldwell Madison Review episode 75 for Monday, December 18th, 2017. The only news podcast converted to a game show because I haven't done a show in two and a half weeks and I have 24 topics I set aside to go over. There's no way I'm going over them all. So one, one, one lucky contestant will be able to choose which topic I go into detail of. And that one lucky contestant is none other than a Samsung Android phone running a random number generator. Hold on to your seat, folks. It's going to be a wild, wild show. Well, it'll be fun anyway to go over... uh, I'm going to run down some of these headlines and not go into detail, much detail over these. But, uh... Whatever topic we do land on that our lucky contestant picks will be covered in more detail and then probably go over a couple other things before I end the show. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining. This lovely uh, game show (laughs) music is called Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod and you can check out Kevin McLeod's website in Competech dot com for royalty free music and graph paper and I'm excited to get back to the show after a little hiatus and um Pretty interesting stuff going on. Some of more of the same. So, let's get on with the show. As this music conveniently ends. As I'm ready to run through this list, I have 24 headlines here. All were intended for show material. And of course, there are a lot of uh, interesting headlines that I don't even have in here. Lots of news. I guess there's always lots of news in a world with 7 billion people. Or 7.6 billion people, if you want to be exact, according to an estimate. So we have, uh, number one, Flynn to plead guilty for lying to the FBI. That would be the Same lie, I believe, that got him fired from the Trump administration. See, a morning Joe calling for a cabinet-led coup and calling Trump a sociopath. Number three, the tax bill clearing the Senate. Number four, ABC News suspending Brian Ross over a uh, erroneous Flynn story, which apparently was... Blamed for a crash in the market. Way to go, ABC. That suspension was four weeks. Uh, Let's see. The uh, NFL's dwindling ratings. 
which is number five. Oh, by, by the way, that, that story is pretty amazing if you want to read it. If, if we don't cover it today, it's by the Baltimore Sun. Ravens NFL scramble as fans stay home. Uh, and, and they they talk about the protest, but they, they throw like every other possible... Uh, Every other possible reason that could be potentially used to blame for the dwindling NFL ratings is kind of humorous. Uh, an article, or number six article, talking about Facebook banning women for calling men scum. Number seven, a, uh, let's see, new, well, when this article was relevant, it was, uh, Evidence regarding uh, Roy Moore, uh, and this is uh, this is from a woman who claims to have Roy Moore's signature in her yearbook. And from my understanding, something about that was fabricated, and and Roy Moore lost, as everybody knows. So you can touch on that if uh, that's chosen by a lucky contestant. Number eight: Nazi sympathizers alt right build their own. Crowdfunding sites, article on CNN, or CNET. Similar name, just as fake. Number nine, Al Franken announcing that he's resigning, or intentions to resign, as last I heard it. Number ten, elite thoroughbred racehorses killed in California wildfire. For some reason, I thought people were interested in hearing about racehorses. The bigger topic there would be the California wildfires, of course. Number 11, emails sent to Trump's include public WikiLeaks information. That's another fake news story that went around in the news. Interesting topic. Number 12, father fatally shoots robber pointed gun at his children in Popeye's. It's Popeye's chicken. Self-defense story there. Number 13, the U.S. media yesterday suffered its most humiliating debacle in ages. Now refuses all transparency over what happened. That's an article on The Intercept, which I didn't actually read yet. Interested in going over that one. Number 14, CNN's fake news stories in 2017. It's a list by the Daily Caller. That should be interesting. And number 15, Mega student kicked out of coffee shop. Hashtag coffee drinkers matter. Story number 16, New York City terrorist attack. Attempt. Number 17, Pentagon to allow transgender people to enlist in military. Number 18, CNN walks back sessions, Russia bombshell. And another fake news story that went around, uh... I think they were up to number three now, as far as this list goes. Number 19, House to vote on concealed carry gun bill. Now that has something to do with carrying your concealed weapon across state lines, because some people have gotten in trouble for that, because there are different lawsuits, or I, there are different laws, not lawsuits, there are different laws um, in each state regarding firearms. And of course, the quote pro-gun people are trying to make it work like a driver's license. One thing I would like to point out is that a driver's license is a privilege. According to the Constitution, bearing arms is a right. There's a difference there. 
You should not need a card to carry a firearm or a license. For that matter, number 20, A.G. Salzberger, 37, to take over as New York Times publisher. Paul Ryan sees his wild Washington journey coming to an end. That's number 21. There's some speculation. He's going to leave the house, leave Washington. Number 22, FCC reverses open internet order governing net neutrality. Number 23, the uh, bill cutting the Obamacare penalty. Pretty significant. And finally, number 24, MP calls for the sale of tiny mobile phones to be banned. These are new mobile phones designed by an entrepreneur in the United Kingdom. And of course, there is somebody looking to ban these because they fear they will be snuck into prison. Sounds to me like a nanny state gone wild. But what else is new in Western civilization? Modern Western civilization? All right, well, let's bring down our contestant. Welcome to the show, Samsung Android. Equipped with random number generator. You have the honors of giving us our random number. So with all further ado, generate your number. Number 12. Father fatally shoots robber who pointed gun at his children in Popeyes. So that would be one of two of our gun stories. Maybe I'll just talk about both. This won't take very long. What was that other story now? Uh, that was the other stories on the Atlantic about the concealed carry. I'll throw that in the mix. And the other one is on Yahoo News. And this is a story from December 8th, 2017. A story originating from Time, it looks like, by Kate Samuelson. A father fatally shot an armed robber who threatened him and his family at Popeye's Louisiana Kitchen in San Antonio, Texas. Is that what all Popeye's are called? Are they all called Popeye's Louisiana Kitchen? I'm actually not sure. I've ate at Popeye's once and it was in a train station in Chicago. And it was a bad choice for the first meal of the day. A very greasy breakfast. But it was it was good. It was as good as people have told me and yeah it looks like that is their logo or their old logo was Popeye's chicken and biscuits their new logo from 2008 and on is uh it says Louisiana kitchen and I guess that is according to Wikipedia their full brand name 
formerly named, as I said, Popeye's Chicken and Biscuits, and I guess also Popeye's Famous Fried Chicken and Biscuits. Man, I really want some Popeye's right now. Well, anyway, let's get to the story. Officers told Fox San Antonio, I guess that would be the Fox affiliate in San Antonio, that 19-year-old Andrews Herrera was killed after he approached Carlos Molina, 32, just before 9 p.m. Wednesday. Molina was eating at the fried chicken chain with his family when Herrera demanded that he handed over his property and threatened his children with a gun, according to police. So I'm going to jump over to this Fox San Antonio. No way. San Antonio. The article says San Antonio, which I said before. Thought Antonia sounded weird. Now, I've heard of San Antonio before, of course. San Antonio being one of the larger cities in the United States. I just looked it up. There is no such thing as San Antonio. <laughs> so, according to this article on Fox San Antonio, Andreas Herrera, 19, walked into the Popeyes on South East Military Drive near... South Flores Street, shortly before 9 p.m., according to the San Antonio Police Department. Investigators said that Herrera first approached Carlos Molina, 32, who was eating with his family and demanded his property at gunpoint. Molina said he had no money because he used it to buy the meal. Then he asked the thief if he would let his family go. Herrera then turned toward the counter, pointed the gun, and yelled at the manager to stop running. As Molina's family walked out of the restaurant, police said two more family members walked out of the restroom and the suspect pointed the gun at them. Molina quickly drew his gun, shot Herrera several times, killing him. Molina was a licensed handgun owner, according to the police. Because we live in a country where we have a license for a right. I wonder when we'll have license for our, quote, free speech, end quote. Top reactions on Yahoo include uh, Red Giant saying, Time Magazine Person of the Year. Good luck with that. Brooks M. saying, A wonderful example of a right to bear arms paying off. Good guys with guns are the best defense against bad guys with guns. Which can be true, because you can't pull a police officer out of your pocket in a crisis situation. However, you can't pull a good guy with a gun out of your pocket either, but there is just a better chance of having a good guy with a gun around than a police officer, statistically. Unless you live in an area where carrying a weapon is illegal, and you typically have the criminals as the only ones and the police carrying the weapon. And here's a, let's see, yes siree Bob commenting, his family is probably traumatized from witnessing this event, but better to be traumatized than shot and possibly killed. Which I think is probably pretty true. And some people can imagine using their gun for self-defense, but they never imagine what it's like to actually take a life. Even when they're in the right for doing so, can still be a struggle to deal with watching somebody die 
knowing that the actions you took resulted in the death of the person. And for some people, uh, you know, thoughts or wondering if they could have handled the situation differently. However, I'd say, you know, for this case, even though I wasn't there, I don't know how, exactly how it played out. You know, you don't want to, you only have so much time to react and you can't predict the actions of somebody who could quite possibly be deranged, you know, deranged enough to go into a Popeye's, a public place robbing people. This person obviously has some serious issues. So you don't have time to sit there and speculate all day if you're going to be safe. Sometimes you just have to terminate the threat. So let's uh, let's let's move. Let's talk about the gun thing a little bit deeper, and we'll go to story number nineteen. <laughs> House to vote on concealed carry gun bill. Story from the Atlantic. A story titled, A New Republican Strategy to Dramatically Expand Gun Rights by Russell Berman. You know, the, the number one strategy I, I would think of to expand gun rights would be to legalize the Second Amendment. I'm talking particularly about the language in the Second Amendment that says the right of... I'll actually read the... actual language here my pocket constitution where says uh, shall not be infringed uh, and we see infringement everywhere and, and a lot of people agree with that because arms can mean a lot of things arms can mean nuclear weapons automatic weapons grenades and all this other stuff some people just don't want you to have that but the nuclear, nuclear weapon is fairly new in our history, but there was a time before the nuclear weapon where we could buy explosives from hardware stores like dynamite and things of that nature. And a lot of people couldn't imagine being able to own or buy dynamite from their local hardware store. Imagine walking into Home Depot or Lowe's, walking out with a box of dynamite. You know, personally, I think that'd be kind of cool. Not that I would do anything useful with dynamite, I'd probably just blow up tree stumps with it and other hilarious things or and hilarious things I don't know if tree stumps are hilarious I think I would still think it's hilarious blowing up a tree stump with dynamite uh let's see amendment number two language a well-regulated militia be necessary to the security of a free state the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed Uh, and you have to you have to look at the sentence the way it's written. There's some people say that well this means a well-regulated militia. Well, no, it doesn't. The main part of the sentence is the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Uh, the first part of the sentence is, is explaining why, not who. Um, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. So. It's explaining why the amendment's there. You can't have a free state without an armed people. Now, of course, if you're going to keep the state free, you are going to need to rally 
people, regulate people. Real life isn't Rambo. You can't be a uh, lone man with a gun and keep an entire country safe. So continuing on this article from The Atlantic, GOP leaders want to pass a bill that would treat concealed carry permits like a driver's or marriage license. But to do so, they're teching on a bipartisan bill to tighten up federal background check system. I'm not sure what tighten up means, but let's see. House Republicans plan to vote this week on a bipartisan proposal to tighten up the federal background check system following the massacre last month of 25 Texas churchgoers by a man whose history of domestic violence should have stopped him from buying a gun. And you're linking to another article from The Atlantic titled The Gun Control Legislation That Even Republicans Like. I would, re- If that was my title, I would rephrase it to... Uh, Republicans aren't scared of because Republicans seem to like regulation as much as the next. However, they're treading on dangerous territory, restricting the Second Amendment as they are not likely to get voted in again if they support such a measure. Back to the original articles, it's saying the vote would represent a breakthrough for advocates of gun control after years of congressional inaction in the wake of mass shootings. And a part of the bill that everybody's supposed to like, every gun rights enthusiast is supposed to like, is this uh, Concealed Carry Reciprocity Act of 2017. And this is a file I'm looking at on... uh, Hudson.house.gov It says, problem, your driver's license works in every state, so why doesn't your concealed carry permit? It's like your privilege to drive, your Second Amendment right, does not disappear when you cross state lines. Well, it's funny. It's funny how they throw privilege and right into the same sentence. As if they're similar. So their solution here in this document says to ensure that our Second Amendment right does not disappear when we cross state lines. Representative Richard Hudson introduced Concealed Carry Reciprocity Act. Reciprocity Act, if I'm even saying that right, of 2017 with strong support by major gun groups. The legislation will ensure that valid concealed carry permits issued in one state are valid for carrying concealed handguns in other states. They recognize their own residents' right to concealed carry. Uh, allow those from um, allow those from constitutional carry states the ability to carry in other states that recognize their own residents' right to concealed carry. Put the burden of proof clearly on the state to show that individual carrying concealed did not comply with the law, thus protecting law-abiding gun owners from onerous civil suits provide legal protections against states that violate the intent of this bill, making the attorney's fees and damages available to victorious plaintiffs in civil suits, as well as to defend who prevail in criminal cases, cases rather, and allow individuals who are carrying concealed to do so in the national park system, national wildlife refuge system, and then lands administered by the Bureau of Land Management, U.S. Forest Service, and Army Corps of Engineers. 
and Bureau of Reclamation. At the end, it says each state retains the authority to determine regulations for carrying within the borders as well as for carry permits or licenses that are issued under the law. They, you know, these uh, politicians, they should just start calling uh, gun rights gun privileges since that's how they like to treat them. They treat them as privileges and not as rights. Now, I understand that driving is a privilege because we aren't guaranteed driving. Well, we're not guaranteed driving specifically by the Constitution. So I bet you could you could throw drive you could include driving with the uh, pursuit of happiness because driving is so much fun. And before I sign off here, I just want to mention there is a Amtrak train derailment with six deaths so uh, so far reported in the state of Washington. Here's a video, autoplay video, trying to play here. I'm just, I'm gonna let it go. It looks like they have a caller that was on the train, and they have a comment here. And this is, uh, this is from CBS News. So let's play this audio clip real quick and see what they have to say. We actually have a passenger who was on that train. Chris Carnes, you're on the phone with us now. Chris, can you hear me? All right, Chris, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, great. So you were tweeting out this morning. Chris, you were on this train? Yes, I was on this train. Uh, we, we boarded it at the new Tacoma station. And so, you know, take us through it. It leaves the Tacoma station, and it's on yes. its way. And, and, and what happens? Yeah, uh, so uh, the, the train was running about a half hour behind. And we um, we left the station at, at a pretty good at a pretty good clip. The the section of the train is uh, the track is supposed to be rated for uh, uh, a maximum speed of, of 79 miles per hour for the um, for this uh, section. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, we had just passed the, uh, the city of Dupont, and uh, we were. It seemed like we were going going around a curve. And uh, all of a sudden, we, we felt sort of this, this rocking and uh, creaking noise. And then all of a sudden, we were, it, it felt like we were, we were heading down a hill. And the next thing that we know, like, we're being slammed into the front of the, our, the front of our seats. And uh, the windows are breaking, and, and then there's, and we stop, and there's, there's water that's gushing out of the, the top of the, of the, of the train. And... And all the lights out, uh, go out and people are screaming. Okay, so there's a little audio clip from a person that claims they're on the train. According to this article on CBS News, Amtrak train derailed on an overpass. Uh, with 13 train cars careening into vehicles on uh, the highway below. Resulted in multiple, uh, multiple fatalities and injuries. And authorities are still combing through the wreckage to find victims. And this is a update uh, just a few minutes ago. So, hoping for minimum fatalities, of course. Hopefully the crews that are out there will stay safe and 
quickly find anybody in need of rescue. From the pictures, it looks uh, looks like a pretty bad accident. It looks like um, an accident that definitely could have resulted in more deaths. So, thankfully, it wasn't as bad as it looks like it could have been. On that note, I'm going to wrap it up. If there are any other topics that I quickly went over in the beginning of the show that you'd like me to comment on, or that you have a comment on yourself, let me know. My email is adam at caldwellmadison.com. If you'd like to add me on your social media or follow me on social media, uh, you can find me minds.com forward slash gab.com forward slash caldwellmadison. Twitter.com forward slash called mad. The official site for the show is on Blog Talk Radio, and it's Blog Talk Radio forward slash Caldwell Madison. But I'm available, the podcast is available on wherever you downloaded it, and on there, of course, uh, iTunes and so on and so on. Well, thanks for tuning in, and yes, uh, it was a a while since the last episode, but I fully, fully plan on having a show for Thursday. So tune in then. I look forward to having you have yourself a good rest of the week, and I'll hope to catch you next time.